Hello, everybody. Welcome to Mental Maintenance. I am one of your hosts, Denise. And I am the other host, Jordan. (laughs) And on this episode today, we're going to be talking about relationships. Um, We're kind of probably going to start this little short series on relationships. This particular episode will be uh, intimate relationships or partner relationships. So we're really excited to get to that. Uh, Before we get to that part of the episode, we just have a little bit of housekeeping to go through. First on the agenda is our logo contest. So I'm sure all of you followed along over the last few weeks. We had a logo contest. We were in desperate need of just a solid logo for mental maintenance. Um, And we had, I did not expect so many submissions to come through. We had a handful, which is so great. We are very humbled and excited about it. Um, and we have stewed over this for at least almost been a like week, five days, at least five days. Yeah. Yeah. Now trying to decide, um, but we did make a decision and yes. our winner is <laughs> Brianna Silva. Yes. So maybe even at this point you have, you see the logo. Um, Yes. Hopefully. on your listening app. Um, but yay. Thank you, Brie for yeah. your submission. It's beautiful. We are so excited, um, and cannot wait to deliver your cool, all app. your goodies. Goodness. Yeah. yeah. Um, but with all of that said, not, but, and with all of that said, <laughs> we really loved another logo as well. And, um, have decided to add that logo onto merch as well. So we're hoping um, a lot of this too was not only for a logo, but something to help us create merchandise for you guys, like t-shirts and stickers and stuff like that. Mugs, Um, mugs, backpacks. I don't know. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And this particular logo just like screamed that to us. So we, Mm -hmm. um, we picked, we picked a second winner and, uh, Miss Lauren is our second winner. So we're super excited. Stay tuned for all the goodness of merchandise. Yes. And yeah. Um, huge shout out to every single person who submitted logos. Some of you guys even went above and beyond and submitted like multiple um, and they were all so good. Yeah. We, I loved seeing everyone's interpretation of our podcast. Thank you so much to everybody. And like you said, like multiple people submitted multiple different logos, which was super cool as well. Yeah. All right. So logoed. Yes. Yes. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I know I've said it a million times, but I am. That's how I feel. (laughs) (laughs) Next on the list of housekeeping is spin for a cause. We just wanted to remind you guys that is still coming up. We're probably going to remind you every episode between now and solstice. We will have the link in the show notes uh, for you to uh, donate. Um, It is going to be for suicide prevention. Yeah. Our fundraising goal is $500. So just know that even if 
you can donate $5 or $2, like whatever it is will add up and will make a difference. So, um, we appreciate anything that can be done and maybe not even, maybe you aren't in the spot to donate and that's absolutely okay. Um, sharing our podcast is a really great way to also, um, assist with assist in us just reaching people. And when we reach people, we can, you know, they can hear about the things that we're doing, the things that we're talking about, um, which we are, our vision is that that is a benefit to people. So totally. And, uh, that brings me to the next topic, which is we're on TikTok. You can share (laughs) us on TikTok now. Um, I'm still figuring it out. I've got it pretty much down, but I'm still figuring it out. So right now, uh, you're going to see a lot of similar things on there that you see on Instagram, but I do plan on putting some original stuff on TikTok as well. Um, probably a few like Q&As, that kind of thing. It's just a little bit easier on that platform once we get to a certain number of followers. Um, so go see us on TikTok. Um, on, and so now across the board, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, you can find us at Mental M Podcast across the board. That is how we are on all those platforms. So while you're there, while you're on any of our social medias, just remember to, we love connecting with you. Absolutely feel free. Any, anytime our inbox is always open, send us what you want to hear on the podcast, what you want us to talk about. And of course, we always appreciate the liking, the sharing, the commenting. Mm Yep. Yeah. It's a very great way to support us. Absolutely. It just reminds us that you guys are there, you're listening, you're enjoying what you're seeing, um, and you want us to, to do well. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's pretty much all I had for housekeeping. Did you have anything else? Mm-mm. Awesome. Okay. So I thought that while we get into kind of the topic of discussion today I thought it'd be fun to start off with a little game so before we started recording we told each other who our like character slash celebrity crushes were and we wanted to see if the other person could determine from those what our quote-unquote type is (laughs) You gave me unknowingly, <laughs> you gave me Fezco from Euphoria mm-hmm. and Adam Sandler. Mm-hmm. And I gave you uh, Vince Vaughn and John, John Favreau, who you yes, do not yes, know. Yes. I mean, I do know, like looking at him, I do, but I don't know these people by name. <laughs> do you want to start or do you want me to start? I'll bite the bullet and go first because I don't think that I'm not confident in this game, my ability in this game. But from those two characters, uh, for me, the biggest thing that stands out is their ability to like be goofy, but also like know when to not like when to be serious and like can have those like serious conversations when needed um and and I think your type from those two and from like Steven (laughs) is um just like family oriented somebody who's like 
focused on family, somebody who likes to have fun, but knows when it's time to put this, the fun down and like be adults. <laughs> That's what I got. Okay. Yes. Good job. <laughs> I don't know why you weren't confident because that was, that's pretty much, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, yeah. I, I, all of those things, like I really like a guy with a sense of humor that can be, you know, sarcastic and funny and make people laugh and make me laugh, but can, is not like turned on all the time. I'm always going to be like, this crazy ball yeah yeah like I don't like over the top I like that middle ground of like Mm -hmm. can make me laugh super hard but then I know when I'm like crying and I need like someone to like comfort me they're there and they're not gonna like make a joke to lighten the mood you know yeah that's my other thing I forgot to say was like they can they're not like overly emotional but no like can tap into like being there for somebody who like you know does that make sense yeah yeah I don't yeah I don't necessarily expect either of them to be like either of them or Steven to be like super emotional but to understand and like yeah yeah comfort me when I am being emotional because I'm a super emotional person so I feel like if I was with a super emotional person it would not be good yeah we don't just someone would always be crying (laughs) that would not be good over here yeah especially when you throw charlotte into the mix who is like like makes me look not that emotional at all (laughs) (laughs) um yes so okay good job okay so you gave me fezco and adam sandler i feel like both of those people are same like have a have a sense of humor but like in a serious way um they but they're like Fezco specifically is definitely he's very I don't want this to sound mean but he's very like simple he's very like you are you get what you see like there's no like he's not like super deep like mysterious like no like you see him you know what you're getting same with Adam Sandler like he's not they're not neither of them are hiding behind any type of like they're not like dressing up for you they're not like trying to be someone they're not they're simply like they like what they like and this is what they are this is who they are and if you like them great and if not whatever like yeah no animosity either like there's no there's very little like anger or you know it's just very chill huh there's no shits given yeah just very like yeah okay cool and seem like maybe they aren't really into or like interested in anything but then like both of those people when someone starts talking to them they're just like yeah like they're hype men almost like low-key yeah (laughs) Loki, I meant like really into the shit you're doing. And even though it doesn't maybe seem like it on the surface, but like your biggest supporter, like they are there, they're ride or dies. Like they are there for you. If they like you, if they love you, they're there for you. And they don't care how it looks to anyone else, like how it looks to their boys, how it looks, you know, whatever. It's like, no, that's my girl. Like I'm going to be there for her. 
Yeah. Yeah. And also protective, like in a way that's not smothering. Like this is my family and like very nice until they're pushed to a certain extent. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. That reminds me of uh, when Rue is like trying to take his grandma's pills Mm -hmm. and he, and he's like, whatever she gets pissed and like nudges him pushes him against the wall and then he just gets buck wild like picks her up yeah. <laughs> just picks her up and manhandles her and like throws her out but that was that was so funny to me <laughs> I was like I love it I say that all the time I'm like it's the principal juby <laughs> I say that to Alonzo <laughs> principal so yeah that's my that's my guess yeah I'd say that's pretty good and I um I think Alonzo has a lot of those qualities a hundred percent oh my god yeah he's very very grounded very everything is on the surface yeah there 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 are never there's never been any troubling potential like questions of like him living some like secret devil life or something like he is yeah he is pretty much exactly how he shows up every single day I mean right. <laughs> no mystery about him. no mystery about Alonso, <laughs> which I am a-okay with yeah for sure yeah no and like I said when you first said that to me I was like hmm kind of weird and then when I really thought about it, I was like, no, not weird at all, actually. <laughs> yeah. Not weird at all that she likes Fezco or she loves Fezco. It's just, yeah, it actually just really makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, so see, we we both did good, I feel. Yes. Yes. I- <laughs> all right. So we'll kind of get into um, the bulk of the episode and we are going to talk about our current relationships and kind of what we've been through with our partners, how we, you know, what we've gotten through and kind of just kind of a timeline of our, of our relationship. Cause both of us got with our significant others at very young ages, like, and have been with them for quite some time. <laughs> Um, which I feel like is not typical. So unfortunately, we both have a similar perspective <laughs> on that. But I think we've both been through totally different experiences and have have totally different experiences to yeah. contribute. Yeah. So why don't you start off with your relationship with Alonzo? Okay. So technically, I met Alonzo when I was in fifth grade Alonzo was in fourth grade um (laughs) and to be honest we have always been like mutual like friends we've 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 always like it's felt like we've always known each other we've we've always like been on great terms um we actually I think it was the summer that I was going into my sophomore year of high school. So he was becoming a freshman. We actually, 
I don't know. Somehow we were texting. We texted like every day, nonstop. I remember like laying on the couch, watching TV at like crazy hours of the morning, just like texting Alonzo. Like, I don't know. We just like stopped again. Like, it's not like we never were, we were never not friends. And then, um, he got really close to, or his best friend, Doug got really close to my best friend, Bryce. And so I think we just started being around each other a little bit more. And then I was in a relationship um, for like a little over a year, right around my like 17th birthday. And like after that, we had connected over our birthdays over, we got back in touch, like texting wise over posting on each other's Facebook walls, happy birthday, because Alonzo's birthday is the 2nd of December. So I had like posted on his wall, like happy birthday. Like I miss talking to you, blah, blah, blah. And then like, what is it? Three days later, he posted on mine and was like, Hey, why didn't you ever text me? (laughs) Um, and we started talking then. And I think we technically were date, like started dating the middle of, um, like February, February, March. So it wasn't, it wasn't too long. It was like a few months after that. Um, and here we are a million years later. Um, with I was going to ask what year was that? Um, 2011. Okay. So it was the year that I graduated. Um, we started dating like a few months before I graduated high school. He's a year younger than me. Um, and I had just gotten out uh, fun fact about me. I feel like I've pretty much always been dating somebody. <laughs> Same. <laughs> um, so we had, we had like this couple month period where, um, I was single, but I had been in a relationship for like a little over a year before then. And I didn't realize like how not great it was until like now, like decade later. Um, but gosh, I got very wounded in that in that relationship and just like the people I don't know it was not great do you do you mind talking about that a little bit like what you like what you realized um, back on it I know that like you and I have talked about this where my I don't I don't I don't know if it's a fear but like I get really defensive um over feeling like I'm not enough for people And it stems a lot from that relationship of just like not meeting other people's expectations for me, even though those expectations were never on my radar or never a part of like my characteristics. Like, Mm -hmm. um, so trying to like figure out, do I, do I just mold myself for these people? Because I, you know, I love this person or do I, um, I don't know, like how, how are they ever going to be okay with like, you know, just how I want to do things or me or whatever. Um, so I coming out of that relationship, I think I was kind of like a little wounded bird. (laughs) I just wanted, um, somebody to like, I just wanted to be comfortable, like being me. Um, Yeah. You just wanted someone to like you for who you were. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had started going to therapy for the first time. That's when I first started going to therapy was like towards the end of that relationship. 
Um, that was like my first episode of being depressed, um, really nailing down the fact that I had anxiety that was like all within that same little time bubble. Um, and I think what drew me to Alonzo was just that, like he was exactly who (laughs) he said he was like, there wasn't any, he was not trying to like impress me there. We didn't do anything of like any, um, like I just go to his house and we'd literally just sit on his living room floor and his mom would like make us food and we just sit there and like talk like it like we wouldn't do anything like crazy <laughs> yeah. or like um I don't know in high school I feel like um I don't know if this is like weird to say but like it was never like sexual like it was just like I think baseline we are just always really good friends um And so I think that that, um, like helped, helped a lot, but I just ended up feeling really comfortable with him. Um, but I was like on this, like mental breakdown verge, you know, like trying to figure out myself and like how to heal myself, but also like, um, I felt good with him. So I didn't want to like not be there. Um, and after I graduated, I, um, pretty much just moved I don't even remember how it happened. I just eventually like all my clothes ended up and I just stayed there. <laughs> uh, I think we've talked about my mother-in-law in other mm-hmm. episodes, but she didn't give a fuck. She was, she was excited about it. I mean, like, she yeah. was like, yes, please come in. What do you need? What can I feed you? <laughs> yeah. And during that little period, um, I think I was feeling so hurt and like so lost that I just need, I just needed people to like, listen to me. I didn't need people to like make rules for me. I didn't need people to do anything just just be there and like be okay with me not being okay. And my dear parents, they did not know how to do that. Um, So we weren't very good. And I think that also made it just so much easier to like, just go there because nobody questioned me at his house. Nobody, like they just let me be there so yeah that was that (laughs) I lived in the basement with him for a while then we um kind of started moving around and bouncing around to like different apartments and yeah so you guys lived with each other and were together for about how long before you got pregnant with Juby a while uh we are pregnant with Juby in 2017 and we started dating in 2011 so we pretty much lived with each other forever (laughs) yeah like from the beginning yeah yeah. so it's funny to like look back on because like some aspects of our our relationship we did very quickly right like we've always pretty much lived with each other um but like we didn't get married until after Juby, like we had, we had dated for a long time before we got married. Um, and obviously it was quite some time before we had Juby. I can just picture you guys as like little kids, not little kids, but you know what I mean? Like when you first started dating, like, like young adults, just like (laughs) hanging out. And I, I, one of the funny things that I think about Alonzo and I, I, pretty much the whole time you were talking about like when you were younger 
I keep thinking about how in Bryce's episode, he's like, man, like Alonzo, like just he never would text back. Like he would just ghost everybody. Like he wouldn't talk to anybody. Like nobody, you know, nobody would know where he was for like weeks. And then, you know, until you and him started seeing each other, then it was like, oh, Alonzo's not texting back. Oh, we'll text Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> like, and that was like one of the things that I found so funny about Alonzo, but also kind of endearing was like any, I've seen people confront him about that several times. Like since we've hung out, people will be like, yeah, Alonzo just doesn't text back. And he's just always like, like, he just like kind of smiles and shakes his head or they're like, sorry, you know, like he just, he's not giving any explanation. He's not like, he's just like, yeah, I don't text back. Like, but I, but like you are the person that can get a response from him and have always been the person that can get a response from him. Yeah pretty much like the fact that you guys were like up super late at night or like into the morning like texting back and forth but like he just ignores everybody else yeah mm-hmm. yeah and so it's fun. funny because it pretty much was like that I feel like from like the very beginning you're <laughs> just like whatever guess this is my life now <laughs> yes this girl's my life now <laughs> So, so you say that it wasn't like, like romantic to begin with or whatever, like you weren't really into him and now he was just like more friends. What about him? Like when he tells that side of his side of the story, like, was he always interested in you and then just like stoked when you were interested in him or? Um, I wouldn't say that like, there was definitely like physical attraction like there, but it wasn't like. That wasn't what started it all. Yeah. Like there's definitely been relationships in the past where, I mean, pretty much it was sexual and that's it. Whereas like that really wasn't on either of ours. I wouldn't say it wasn't on our radar, but it just kind of like stemmed from a friendship. Like we really like built the friendship and then it kind of like stemmed on from there, which was, which was nice. Right. Yeah. I think we've like played games or something where it's like who you know like who is the first person to say I love you who what's your guess Alonzo yeah it was it was Alonzo (laughs) (laughs) only because I know you guys and like I think if I just knew you surface level or like hadn't known you for very long my immediate guess would be you just because Mm -hmm. you're a more emotional like say your feelings kind of person yeah but knowing knowing you as a person and knowing you guys as a couple, it's it's almost obvious to me that it was one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think we've like answered questions too of like, you know, did you guys like feel like you fell in love quickly or like did you know right away? And I feel like honestly, all our feelings have always been like very like mutual. In that sense, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> we have, we have to, when we post this episode, we have to post pictures of like, I was just thinking that yeah. like some of the old pictures that we have is so funny to me. I know. Who are those children? <laughs> I thought I was an adult in that picture. I know. I know. I, yeah. So I guess I'll go into mine. Yes. my my history with Steven or my relationship with Steven and then we can kind of circle back around to the the hard stuff um so I moved up here in 2008 
after I graduated high school. I started working at Fred's like a few months after I moved here and had just gotten out of a long-term serious, also kind of long distance relationship, like very shortly after I got here, like I got here, everything happened with my grandma passing away. I was here for like maybe like a month or so. And I kept applying for jobs, wasn't hearing anything back. And so I was like, I'm just going to go see my boyfriend for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. So I actually left here and went to Virginia for a couple of weeks and then came back and right. Like that was the trip that like sealed. I was like, this is not it. Like this <laughs> yeah. is not the guy. Yeah. Um, so came back, ended it pretty quickly after getting back and continued to look for jobs. Um, probably for, well, until October, like October of 2008 is when I found, when I got hired at Fred Meyer and I was working in the apparel section. I had been there for a couple weeks and, you know, I'm fresh out of high school. Like, obviously my eyes are open, you know, I'm in a new place. (laughs) Like I'm looking for potential love, (laughs) (laughs) you know, but at the same time, I was like, I, like, I had just gotten out of that relationship, which again, just similar, very similar to you. I realized how many things were terrible about that relationship. Like it was so bad. Um, I would never like, yeah, looking back, it's just like how I thought some of that stuff was okay. I just don't know. Um, I just don't know. Anyway, so I was not looking for any type of relationship again, had been in like, you know, boyfriend to boyfriend relationship to relationship, like pretty much my entire like high school yeah, uh, career. Um, and so I was finally like, you know what? I just need to be single. And if I like, meet an occasional guy that I want to hang out with or hook up with or whatever, like, cool, like not a big deal. Um, and so there was like, you know, it was slim it, later. <laughs> it was slim pickings at Fred's. Okay. Like there was not a lot of, <laughs> of potential. Um, my first few weeks though, Steven was not there. He was at a hockey tournament. So like the first couple of weeks of me being at Fred's, it was just like, you know, kind of seeing these other guys and stuff and like, hang, like talking to them and um, not really any, anything substantial, just like literally saying hi in like Fred Meyer while we were at work or like having short little conversations. Um, I don't even think I'd gotten anybody's number or anything at that point, but I was in the apparel section and this group of people that was in cashier trading walked by Mm-hmm. And it was literally like a group of like six girls, like all together in a group walking and then trailing about 10 feet behind mm-hmm. walking like a real a-hole mm-hmm. like was Steven. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the first time I saw him. And I remember thinking to myself in my head, like the way that he w- walked, I don't really think he walks like that anymore, but just like soup. I was just like, man that guy's full of himself like yeah. what a dick <laughs> what a douche <laughs> yeah so anyways went on about my day um but I guess he saw me as well and was like asking around about me and stuff um I got to I can't remember exactly what happened first I think he came up to me while I was working at the register in apparel and he was like I had my class ring on my 
ring finger, like my wedding mm-hmm. ring finger, one as a deterrent and, <laughs> and two, because it literally wouldn't fit on any other finger. And I had, you know, my other ring fingers are taken up. So he comes up and I'm literally checking someone out. It's not like I'm just standing there. Like yeah. I'm ringing somebody out, like their groceries and stuff. And he comes up and he like stands. He's like, so are you married? And I was like, how awkward, Stephen. I know. Like, I don't know if that's how he started the conversation, but it was very quickly into the, uh, maybe he was like, Hey, like, how's it going or something like that. And then he's like, so you're married. And I was like, no, I'm actually like the total, like the complete opposite of married or something like that. And (laughs) he just kind of looked at me weird. And the person I was checking out was like, I think that means she's single. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, it's only awkward because you're checking somebody out. <laughs> it was so awkward. But the way he describes it, he was on like a 15 minute break and he oh, didn't so have he much time left. <laughs> and I just kept having people come up to check out. So he was oh. finally like, fuck it. Like, I'm just going to go up there. Anyways, he like, he so talked funny. to me for like a little bit and was like, well, cool. Like maybe we'll talk later. Something like that. I don't know. It was super like okay that was freaking weird um but then you know from there we just like we talked back and forth he worked in electronics so I would like go and like I was I was friends with one of the other guys that he was like family friends with so I'd go talk to him and it ended up just being where we you know we would hang out and yeah just like blossom from like us just like hanging us hanging out as as like in a group of other people to just me and him hanging out mm-hmm. and eventually because both of us were like well you know if if we do start like you know being intimate with each other or whatever like I, I was like I don't really want a relationship he's like well I don't really want a relationship either <laughs> that's cool I was like that's all cool but I also am not like crazy about seeing someone who's also seeing a bunch of other people you know like I'm I'm if you want to do that that's fine that's cool but like I just won't really be one of those you know (laughs) so he was like so you do want a relationship yeah he's like like, so you're confusing (laughs) not really I was just like I don't know like you know let's just let's just see what happens right so We basically end up, he, um, at one point was like, I don't really think we should like, he's like, I still want to hang out, but I don't think we should really like, you know, like be physical anymore. Uh, and I was like, that's fine. Like that's, that's cool with me. And, um, (laughs) and then the next time I asked him or the next time I talked to him, I was like, just out of curiosity, like why um and he he's gonna kill me for saying this or telling people this he was like oh because i i'm gay and i was like um i hate him so much i know right but this is the best part i had never had so much confidence in my life like before him i was like but this that like three month window of being single i was like you know like i like gained all this confidence i was like oh okay yeah that makes sense and he was just like, well, no, like, no, I'm not <laughs> wait, really. And wait, I was like, wait. no, you don't have to like to explain it to me. Like, I get it. Yeah. It makes sense that you are. <laughs> and I just like really went into it. And I honestly think that that's what like 
<laughs> backfire. The next, yeah, it totally backfired on him because he was out of town when he told me that he was out of town for another hockey tournament. And when he came back, the first thing he wanted to do was hang out. The first mm-hmm. thing he wanted to do was spend the night, you know, and it was just like, I thought you were gay, sir. Yeah. Hello, <laughs> sir. Like, I thought we weren't doing this, you know, and he's like, uh, <laughs> you know, and literally ever like, it's just, that's, that's it. Like we so funny. have not, you know, been separate ever since. Like it's yeah. just the, we're both the relationship that we weren't looking for at all. You know, yeah. at such a young age, we're both 18. He's three months younger than me. So he had like just turned 18 when we met and yeah, now that was in 2008. And so, yeah, it's been 14, 14 years, which really seems crazy. But yeah, I mean, two houses, two kids, uh, and, you know, and a whole, whole ass marriage later, like here we are. Yeah. Yeah. Was there like a point where you guys were like, oh yeah, we are very, like, we're very serious. Like we're in it to win it. Or did it just like naturally you just. I feel like that kind of naturally progressed. I think that when we, the one thing I do remember talking about and being like, okay, we can say we're in a relationship. It was months into us, like hanging out exclusively you know yeah. before we would actually admit to each other that we were in a relationship I want to say like we started seeing each other in like November of 2008 and then by like March of 2009 we were finally like okay <laughs> I guess we're in a relationship <laughs> um and literally nothing changed because we had, it's not like we were seeing other people. Like the second that we started seeing each other, we weren't seeing other people. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's silly. Yeah. It was silly. I think we were both just really trying not to do that. And then we just ended up, but his longest relationship before me was two months. So <laughs> even <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Actually, I don't know that Alonzo really had a long dating history. I don't know. Not a topic that <laughs> needs discussing, apparently. I don't know. Yeah, I don't really see him as like, I, it's almost like I feel like Alonzo probably just one day was like, oh, yeah, Jordan. And then just that was all. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's actually how it went. I, he was dating somebody before. I remember like when we first started hanging out, he was like trying to like decide between mm. like, I think he was like torn, like it didn't um, want to like hurt feelings or anything. Um, Cause I remember, yeah, it was like springtime. So around like senior ball for us mm. here. And I had asked if he wanted to go and he, he said no. So I ended up going with my um, good friend, Tyler. Um, but I think that was also like you know, like, people that you're, <laughs> yeah. I don't like that, you know, like yeah. for, for him. Yeah. We were like very opposite though. I feel like, cause he was like way into going out and like parties and drinking and like just having fun, having fun. That was not me. Which is so weird because right. I feel like at some point you guys like not <laughs> necessarily that you like going out or like, you know, partying, but 
as far as like social events, I feel like you're. Yeah, he was like very much like social. I remember um, we'd be like hanging out and his phone on like Friday and Saturday nights would just be wild. Like (laughs) so many people would call him and I just remember him like um, silencing it, like just not answering or whatever. Um, But that was like, so not me in that time frame. So it's funny that you mentioned like um, Fezco and Adam Sandler being like protective because I feel like when I would go out with him, that's like who he was. He was just like, um, yeah, like just, I, I don't know, just very like protective of like me. Cause I'm just like, whoa, this is so cool. <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, this is, this is like scary. This is a different experience for Jordan. I need to make sure she's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I think he just got over that. <laughs> yeah eventually it was just like yeah she's fine (laughs) um or just like him being like very outwardly social I think he just was very tired (laughs) after all all he did and like hung up his hat at like 20 high school (laughs) yeah I remember him saying like his mom um at one point was like saying like Jordan's good for you like you don't you don't go like you don't drink as much and like you don't go out and you're not like being crazy like that's good like please maybe you should keep her around yeah that's so funny I mean I can I can see it in Alonzo like I can see him I can see that in him but it's so far gone like (laughs) he's a dad now he's a sophisticated dad now he's he gets excited about you know talking to Steven about like house projects and (laughs) yeah dump runs I'll listen I'll never forget I swear to god every time so two things <laughs> every time I pass our which is every day every time I pass the transfer site <laughs> I think about Alonzo being like yeah man dump runs are the best <laughs> like <laughs> he's like so stoked on dump runs and then second every time I go to the airport now mm-hmm. that thing that's wrapped the archway that's wrapped in like the reflective (laughs) material I'm always like Alonzo's dad did that (laughs) yeah Yeah. and then Alonzo put that stuff all over his ceiling in his room and got into trouble when he was a kid (laughs) (laughs) so I don't know if that's weird or not but there are two two things that always make me think of Alonzo that's funny (sighs) good times good times (laughs) um it's always fun to like do do you remember when like this is what we did and you'd be like yeah I'm like that's so crazy because we could never do that right now like (laughs) that's so crazy yeah Steven and I used to stay up smoking weed yeah the amount of weed that was smoked (laughs) I mean and we were yeah and we would literally stay up because we, we worked late at Fred's, right? Like we both didn't get off until like 11 or midnight. Yeah. And my family or Steven's family is listening. This was a long time ago. We grew <laughs> oh. out of it. Like oh. it's not still happening. We would, we would stay up till legit like six in the morning so that we could go to McDonald's and get breakfast and awesome. get like McGriddles and then eat them and then go to sleep. 
Yeah. Like, those were like highlights then. Yeah. I, I can appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> like, sure. The simple things. Absolutely. Yeah. When we, um, we just lived at his parents' house for a while and then we actually moved, like lived in my grandma's basement for a while. <laughs> and, uh, we would like literally every night that was like the most unhealthy I <laughs> have ever been in my life. We would eat dinner. Like my grandma would make us dinner. We would eat dinner and then we would go drive around. We'd mm-hmm smoke get high go get taco bell and or mcdonald's (laughs) one of the two every night Mm -hmm. and then we just be stoned to shit eat that and then like go back home like every (laughs) single night and it was like it was just what we did it was yeah 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 (laughs) for like Uh, our department going from my grandma's house when we moved out i think my mom came over and she had to like help us paint the walls because they were a little dingy. They were a little dingy. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow, I didn't realize um, how much smoke sticks to a wall. Yeah. The difference in like what you consider as fun, like then versus now, like I may still find that fun to do on like, I don't know, every five to 10 years, like once, you know, but the fact that it was like legit, like it was so often, like Steven and I were doing that at least two or three times a week. Right. And then like, yeah. you guys do that like every night. Like I was going to say it looks a little different, but yes, I can't, I can't say we've moved on. Completely. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's, it's definitely, um, well, just, you know, responsibility, like, like back then it was like, ah, if I lose my job at Fred's, who cares? I live with my grandpa. Like, you know, I just like, I'll be fine. <laughs> like whatever. Until, you know, you move out of that situation, which was not that long for me. I moved in with a, a friend. Actually, first I moved in with David for about six months and that was just the worst decision so <laughs> either of us ever made and then I moved in with my friend which also wasn't a great decision <laughs> but you know then it's like oh shit I have to get a second job like at one point I had three jobs you know just like just cranking mm-hmm. it out like the money becomes more important and and once you start living on your own and doing it yourself it's just like that stuff just kind of falls away you know it just doesn't become important it just doesn't become important anymore it's like I don't have time to do that like I can't stay up till six o'clock in the morning <laughs> what do I do with you know yeah. like um but what's what's really cool I think about both of our our situations is we did start off so young so little responsibility so naive and immature um and both of us came from that like that point to adulthood parenthood like with our partners yeah um which is hard yeah um people change and grow and uh and you know and end up being 
I'm totally different than I was in high school. I mean, just at one out of necessity, like I said, due to like responsibilities and whatnot, but um, also you just figure out who you are and figure out what you want out of life. And um, mm-hmm. I think it's really cool that we both found someone at such a young age that we could actually do that with. Yeah. I was just going to say, I think that that has been like a strength, but also um, probably the biggest obstacle of just growing up together and also growing up separately. Um, Because it's, I mean, essentially that's what we did. We, we grew up, but I think, uh, I don't know, which can be like really easy. I think for people to like throw in the towel. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was probably, I think if I like think about our biggest obstacles, I think they, they all stem from just trying to discover our own selves while also like pursuing a relationship with each other Um, or like going through different seasons individually and still having to collaborate uh, and communicate as a couple. Yeah, I would say that's probably the biggest, has been the biggest obstacle for us is just like constant communication, but also like learning how, uh, how to communicate with each other continuously because it changes yeah yeah I don't know definitely our biggest obstacle in the beginning was communication and realizing I mean weirdly enough it was Stephen that was more mature in that area than I was but it's because I had had several relationships previous to him that the communication was, you know, when we were not getting along or not, you know, or we were fighting about something, we were fighting about something. Like we were either not talking to each other, ignoring phone calls, or if we're in person, we're, we're yelling, we're, uh, you know, not, not budging on point of view, we're being stubborn. Like that was how communication worked in my, in my relationships before him were, were not healthy. We're not, you know, they were not correct ways, but that's all I knew. Um, that's how my mom communicates or communicated, mm-hmm. not, not really anymore, but that's what I grew up seeing was if you're pissed you're yelling, you're screaming, you're like getting, that's how you get your point across. That's how you, that's how you win, you know, and winning is everything. Like I, that's something that I've really had to struggle with. Um, and I still struggle it, struggle with it now is like, if we're in an, an argument, it's honestly harder for me to concede. It's harder for me to, to be like, okay, you're right. I should not have done that. Or, you know, I, I'm, I'm still navigating how to not shut down when I'm pissed. Mm -hmm. Um, that's still something that I do to this day. Like if we, and we don't, we don't fight a lot. Um, we are, you know, super lucky in that we do communicate well enough to like, 
stave off a lot of arguments like you know but but man if there's something that that he that he says in the wrong way or you know something like that and it gets me like it becomes a standoff in my mind right like okay I'm done talking like I'm just gonna not say anything and I will not be the first to Mm -hmm. like you're gonna have to ask me what's wrong and even then I might not say anything back or or I'm like nothing, you know, and I can, I know in my head, like I'm even thinking it as it's happening. Like this is not, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) this is not the way I should be handling this. This is not the way I should be handling this. Like, you know, that the best thing to do is to talk about it. Like, you know, and I'm just like having this mental conversation with myself, but to him zip, <laughs> like he's getting nothing. Um, and we even just talked about it recently where he was like, I don't know what to do in those situations. And I was like, honestly, like, if you're okay with it, like, if it doesn't, you know, I was like, if you just say like, like, can we just talk about it? Or, you know, like, just kind of nudge me a little bit. Like, I'll, I'll it'll happen. Like, I'll, you know, because I know, I know when I'm doing it that I shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. But getting myself, I don't know what it is, something I need to explore. My next therapy session is Monday. I'll have to make <laughs> a note to talk to her about this. But, like, getting through that, like, like, making myself get through that period of just like nope I'm not gonna I'm not talking I'm not gonna be the one to like talk about this um I can't get through I still cannot get through that like yeah and I don't like it you know I I almost see it as like wasted time right like yeah nothing's being solved nothing and we're this doesn't last for days by the way this is like the longest it'll last is like if we (laughs) we have a fight at night it might last till like the next morning Mm -hmm. and generally like he'll text me or something and I'll just be like I'm sorry (laughs) like (laughs) this made me mad and then I just shut down and you know whatever um but I still don't like that I don't like there's been like literally I can count on one hand the amount of times that we've gone to bed mad at each other because even though that's like a super old like saying or whatever like don't go to bed mad at each other like we have pretty much we've lived by that as closely as we could Mm -hmm. um we always kiss each other goodnight we always say I love you even if I'm pissed I still will be like love you like yeah just like but it's there are occasions where I've gone to bed just like super pissed, but yeah. it's very rare, you know, I just, so it's just, yeah, I don't like it. I don't like that. Like, I don't like At least going, you rec- you're like to a point where you recognize that it's happening. Yeah. Know? Yeah. So yeah, that's definitely something that like, I'm, I'm still working on as a person. Like I'm still working on that part of my communication skills. Um, but that I would definitely say that's been something that we valued and something that we, we recognized that we were, we did well from, mm-hmm. you know, from a really young age that we communicated well. Um, and that we always tell other couples, like newer couples or like our single friends that like ask us for advice or, you know, stuff like that. It's always like, 
you have to tell them these things. Like, I, that's great that you're telling me and you're opening up about that, but you've got to tell them like, they're not yeah. mind reader They're They can't like, it's, it's so simple, but I know it's so hard to, to like be able to tell someone else everything that you're feeling and, and why it's making you feel that way. But it's yeah. the best thing to do. For, for me, I think because we've been in a relationship so long, it's really easy for me to assume that he should know mm-hmm. what's right. Like he should know what's wrong. He should know like how to say things or what to say, but in reality, like, no, it doesn't mean really anything. Like the length of time we've been together really doesn't, I don't think means much in that sense. But um, I think for me too, is I get I'm okay with like talking about feelings or like emotions and stuff, but I, but for me, it's the hardest for me to talk about that with Alonzo for whatever reason. I feel like it's a lot easier for me to like come to you and be like, Hey, I, you know, what you had said made me feel this way, like whatever. Um, it's easier for me to like go to other relationships and say stuff like that. But I want when I have something I want to communicate to Alonzo that needs to be addressed in my head, I want it to come out perfect. I don't want to say it. I don't want it to come off in a way that I'm not meaning. I don't want to hurt his feelings because he means so much to me. Like I don't, or I'm like nervous of how he'll react. Mm -hmm. I mean, not that he would react in a bad way, but again, like more or less, like I don't want to hurt his feelings. Right. Um, Because when he's hurt, I'm hurt. Right. So I'm like, I just don't feel like that makes sense. So a part of me is like, well, maybe I'm just like being too dramatic or like, let me wait a little bit longer, which um, is just kind of in a similar sense, just kind of like my fault of like, well, I'll just wait a little bit longer. Maybe it'll get better. I'll wait a little bit longer. And then it doesn't obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, And gets worse probably for you. yeah. Yeah. Until I'm just like, oh my God, I want to. I want to kill you. <laughs> I'm go- I'm going to actually. Yeah. <laughs> I'm becoming a psycho actually. <laughs> um, no, but um I think for me too I don't I don't like having conversations like that when the kids are awake. Mhm. Um but as a parent of small children, I mean for us anyways, our kids have never really had a bedtime. I mean, we don't we don't do that here. So it's like, there really is not a lot of space where it's just him and I. So, um, lately we have been really, really good at like having weekly date nights where the kids will either go to my sisters or my sister-in-law or my parents. Um, and we'll get that like allotted time, which allows me to like feel more comfortable having a conversation like that. Cause nobody's asking me for fruit snacks or, you know, like I hate that. It drives me yeah. bonkers. It's like, no, I, if I'm no, not on the TV is not that, working. Yeah. I want to be able to like, get it all out, <laughs> say what needs to be said and then like move on. Yeah. Um, well, let me tell you, my kids do have bedtimes and <laughs> we say very little to each other in that time because both of us are just like so tired. Oh my God. Silence. Yes. Yeah. Well, same too. Same too. Cause I feel like at night, that's kind of like when we want to do our own things, mm-hmm. um, which I have been really enjoying these like weekly date nights because um, yeah. it does like 
allow us time to do something together. That's like not at home for the most part. Yeah. Um, We actually just started doing that. Like last week we had a date on Thursday. Kenny and Brie came over and watched the kids. And then Tuesday of this week, Nick and Daisha came over and watched the kids. I told Steven last night, like we should absolutely make this like a weekly thing because both of us were like, we actually have talked like sat and talked to each other and sounds stupid (laughs) but it is a thing like there's so much going on in both parties days that like it's really just those like in between like conversations it's not like Mm -hmm uh in depth like genuinely like sitting down listening like I don't know it's definitely different the vibes are different (laughs) a hundred yeah totally like yeah the first the first date was like we just talked we caught up on like work stuff and like you know just like it was it was all like bullshit but stuff that we're not going to talk about while we're watching tv at night or like while I'm editing the podcast or while you know while we're doing stuff like and then last night we most of the dinner was spent just like reminiscing on like our Europe trip and like traveling yeah. and reflecting back on like, you know, our time doing that stuff. Like mm-hmm. it was great. <laughs> like it's fantastic. Yeah. I will say for those who are listening who maybe want to start implementing that, um, or like are worried that you're not going to have people to like watch your kids. I feel like people want to watch your kids more than you think that they don't. Um, there's like, I mean, your circle of people love your children and would most likely be more than willing to sit with them for like two hours. Yeah. 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 And I told, I told Steven too, like we, we had always kept pushing or not pushing, but we kept trying for like weekend dates yeah, And it was like not happening, not having like, I don't want to ask so-and-so because they got this going on or that they have this going on. And then like hit us all of a sudden that we could, we didn't have, didn't have to be the weekend. Yeah. Could be a weekday. And then it became like, oh my God. So we could get home, get them set up, go out to dinner, mm-hmm. come back. And then have like a good 20 to 30 minutes with them before it's bedtime. That sounds amazing. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, maybe that sounds horrible, but I feel like those weeknights, man, especially because we, they have bedtime, like they're more structured. Like both of them go to like, you know, daycare and, and preschool. Mm-hmm. And it's like, they, it's just so rushed. Like when we get home and it's like, okay, get home, make dinner get everyone fed. And of course, right now I have to make like four different dinners because Theo can't have gluten and Charlotte's picky and you know, whatever. And so like make dinner really quick, probably do some laundry or like some kind of cleanup. Um, if I have to do something with the podcast, whatever, get that figured out, get their lunches made for the next day. Steven, get his lunch. Mike, I get my stuff ready. It's a lot to squeeze into like the short amount of time that we really have between work and, you know, mm-hmm. our bedtime, like yeah. in their bedtime. So yeah, it's a lot. And so to have that like break from that 
is is also super nice and the kids have a blast like they have so much fun hanging out with you know their aunt people or other than you yeah. yeah charlotte's always like who's coming over <laughs> like yeah like nobody <laughs> it's just as oh you know like yeah just such a social butterfly like just yeah <laughs> I was gonna say I think throughout Alonzo and I's relationship together I think we've realized that we just like communicate different and or we were brought up to communicate differently um which has always been I guess just going back to like the biggest obstacle where I do feel like I was allowed or like given space to like process things um, or like be emotional. And that could be that I'm a girl, right? Like just society says that like I can do that. You're allowed Um, to be emotional, but also it's kind of annoying. Yeah. (laughs) Whereas. um, That's what society says, not me. (laughs) Yeah. Whereas Alonzo will say that like, you know, that's not if there was an issue in the house, it's not, it's not like everybody would sit down and talk about it. It was just kind of like swept under the rug. So I think he, um, adapted that and has, Mm -hmm. that's been like a learning curve for him. And also for me on like how to, like you said, Stephen was like, I don't know what to do in those situations. And I have, I know we've both felt similar, but I've felt similar where I'm like, when you're, when I can tell that something's wrong, but you're not expressing what it is, like, I don't know what to do. Um, and so we over that, gosh, I don't know. We started going to therapy together, like months before Spencer was born. So we're probably going close to like a year and a half, two years now, but, um, that's been, a really like nice safe space for us to like have those sort of conversations and not just have those conversations, but like have somebody there kind of directing us on like how to break it down of like, okay, so where's like the root of this and like, why is that? And then how can we like move forward from there? Like, how would you, you know, what's the best way for me to respond? And in that same sense, like, what does that mean for you? Like, what do you have to do for Jordan in order for her to like understand and vice versa? I mean, I'm um, definitely been um, things where I have to, I'm really bad at the whole mind reader thing. I I do think that he should read my mind all the time. Um, So I have to, you know, remember to be like an in the moment, not drag it out for days. Right. Um, But I do think like having, um, having going to therapy together has been really beneficial. Sometimes we'll even, sometimes it'll literally just be a session for like one of us unintentionally, or like one of us works through a lot of things, but it's so beneficial. I feel like for the other person to be there because then you, I just have like a backstory or he has like a backstory of like, Oh wow. I didn't even know that that was a thing, but clearly like, this is where I can, I can help out with that. Um, I think that's been really good for us like the last like I said like year and a half for like communication and I think a lot of missed communication that has um, consistently come up over the years has gotten a lot better because we're like both learning how to how to not hold on to things we're both right big on that yeah um I think that 
therapy is good for any and all couples. Like Stephen and I haven't been to couples therapy. Um, not that we're against it. We just, we just haven't right. And life gets crazy. And, um, but he has sat in on like my sessions before. So, and I'll always tell him like what, you know, what I talked about in like my, my appointments and stuff. But I think it's really cool that you guys go and like have taken the initiative to to like implement that in your normal like routine like it's yeah really cool yeah I think it has it has helped um and it's almost just one of those like date night almost things like we just kind of treat it like that of like just time to be with each other and have conversations that need to be had and I mean a lot I feel like most of the time it's not even like heavy like crazy stuff it's just like nice to have a third party too to like bounce things off of yeah I think that's a good thing to say out loud for any and all like counseling and therapy you're not always coming out of it crying like I always like a problem that needs to be addressed yeah yeah um I can I can remember like so I literally do my sessions in on like my lunch break, you know, mm-hmm. at, at on weekdays. And I remember the first couple of times I went, I would schedule them towards the end of my day so that that was the end of my day. And that is a good idea. Like the first couple of sessions that you go to are, are probably going to be a little bit more. Um, you just don't know how you're going to react to certain things. And like when, when stuff comes up. So I think it's a good idea if you are like trying to fit it around a work schedule to like put it towards the end of your day, um, those first few times. But once you, once it becomes like your routine, um, you know, like I do it like once a month and I just kind of keep that like once a month appointment, I, I don't have to do that really anymore, but I will say out of like the last six that I've done, there was one that was a really, like, I, I didn't intend for it to be, I didn't yeah. think it was going to be one, you know, but like I was, I'm sitting in the empty conference room in our building, just sobbing while I'm talking to my therapist and mm-hmm. thinking like, oh crap, I have to go <laughs> to work after this. Like I've got to like suck it up, <laughs> like figure yeah. it out real quick, pause while I go back to work. Um, and that was a little bit more you know, it wasn't like super easy, but at this point I feel like I've done it so much. And I've, that particular subject that we were talking about, like we had talked about before. So it was almost like, it wasn't new, you know, it wasn't like this revelation I had, it was just a really emotional session. Um, but it was easy enough for me to go back, (laughs) go back to work afterwards, but yeah. Um, but it's not always like that. You know, it's in fact, it's mostly not, not like that. Um, yeah. And I think that's something that may scare some people. Like some people are like, you know, I don't I don't like to get emotional. I don't like to talk about my feelings. I don't, you know, but yeah. it's not it's not always does mm-hmm. not have to be like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's mm-hmm. a good thing to say. Um, and it sounds like cu- couples therapy isn't always like that either. It's not like you're going in there 
screaming and yelling at each other and having someone have to like, you know, mediate. Yeah. No. Sometimes it's just like maintenance. Mm-hmm. Mental maintenance. Yeah. In a space. Yeah. For me, I think it's more of like just having the space and the time. Yeah. Because dear Lord, <laughs> it feels like I don't got a lot of that. <laughs> Anything else you want to touch on as far as like, oh, I do have one more thing. Mm-hmm. I also think that letting letting people know that like you are going to go through seasons on your own but also with your partner like your relationship will go through seasons like so many pieces and parts of relationships ebb and flow like Mm -hmm. there's there are peaks and valleys like we had talked about a couple episodes ago like physical attractiveness like Mm -hmm. that will peak and valley right like there's always going to be you're based on like, of course, like, you know, you're always going to have that baseline of like, I'm attracted to this person, but that will peak and valley, like kind of throughout your relationship, mm-hmm. depending on what's going on, your stressors, like just everything. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But the same thing goes for like communication, like, you know, the way that people communicate yeah. and the way that people argue changes over time. Something that used to be you know a huge trigger for somebody maybe eventually isn't a huge trigger for them anymore or vice versa you know like we are humans we adapt we grow we change and so do our relationships with other people so it's okay if you are in your relationship right now and it doesn't feel the same as it did five years ago like I'm not saying stay stay with one person forever because you go through tough times I'm just saying that like if you if you're like man I don't know like I feel like you know you know explore that and and look into it but also like know that that's normal as well like yeah I think there's there could be a handful of like questions you could like you said like explore that like um are you getting enough time for yourself you know are you getting enough time with your significant other um what's that time spent doing like I think that yeah exploring and kind of like getting in and breaking down like those thoughts um can definitely help and letting your partner your partner know that that's how you're feeling which sounds Mm -hmm. probably kind of scary but it's honestly the best thing that you could do for them and for yourself like Mm -hmm it's going to feel like super, you're going to get super anxious or it's going to feel super scary in the moment. But the second those words leave your lips, like I am feeling like this and I don't know why, or I need your help figuring out like, this is how I'm feeling lately. And I'm not sure why, or this is how I'm feeling lately. And it's because you've been doing this, like maybe not phrase it exactly like that, but the second those words leave your mouth, it's, you're, it's going to be such a huge weight off your shoulders. Um, yeah. Don't do like I do and not talk for a couple of hours <laughs> like, or have a standoff with yourself because the other person is not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we all have our uh, issues. Okay. Yeah. Just, you know, communication is key. Trust is key. I think that's a big one. We probably didn't, you know, we really didn't get into much, but when I'm thinking I- about 
go ahead. No, you go. What, when I'm thinking about the most important pieces of like our relationship, 100% of the time, I know I trust that man with mm-hmm. my life. I know that he would do anything to protect me and my family, to support me and my family. Or when I say my, our kids, you know, like he, I trust him. Yeah. That is key our communication and obviously like physical attractiveness too. Like I, I think those three things Mm -hmm. and maybe even in that order, like communication, trust and physical for me, those are my top three. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, I was going to say something similar of just like, I think the common denominator that I see between both of our relationships is that our significant others are our rider days. There's no ounce of me ever. I feel like that has ever questioned whether or not Alonzo has my back. Yeah. I know that he will stick up for me in any situation, wherever it's needed. Um, and I don't have to question, like, I don't have to question anything he does. I feel like it's just yeah yeah we've I mean I've definitely that being said like I've definitely had moments especially when I was pregnant and super hormonal that like (laughs) I would I would very briefly just out of my own insecurities like question whether or not he was going like it had nothing to do with him at all whatsoever it was purely my hormones and being and just being super insecure in that moment in myself and not being Mm -hmm. happy with like myself where I would like question him on like that kind of stuff like not not even that he was like never a question in my mind that if that he had ever like would even talk would even entertain the idea of being with anyone else right but just like Mm -hmm. yeah it was like the most minuscule little like you know what if he gets a (laughs) like what if he gets like a message on instagram and he talks you know just like bullshit like my brain was going like a hundred miles an hour on like and honestly it all stemmed from like dream very vivid dreams that i was having of him (laughs) yeah I have some wild wild sexual pregnancy dreams I don't and I remember waking up like oh my god (laughs) yeah that was the only time that that I ever but I knew even in the moment I knew like yeah I am just super insecure right now and I like I would just be like I am just spewing craziness and I can't stop it like I was like a runaway train like it just (laughs) I could not stop myself from saying some of the crazy stuff that was leaving my mouth even though I knew it was crazy when it was coming out but I would even tell him like please don't take it seriously but I just need to look at your phone right now (laughs) yeah yeah I remember you like saying that so it's like yeah it's not like you knew you knew where it was coming from. Mm-hmm. You like communicated it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Okay. One last thing before we yes. wrap this up, yes. um, kind of on the same topic, I think, or I know the first like three years, like the kind of the beginning years of our relationship, that was, that was like a hard obstacle for me. Not necessarily that I like, again, like, I think it all stemmed back to like maybe my own insecurities, but just like wondering like, okay, we have been in a relationship for like quite some time. Like, mm-hmm. is this, is this what I want? Or do I want to like jump ship? You know, not that anything was bad, but it's just like, I remember uh, people, my mom being one of them being like, you guys have been in a relationship for a long time. Like you've not, you've, you haven't ever really explored like blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. Like, and then you start thinking like, oh, I guess I haven't like, yeah, is that a bad thing? Like, I don't know. It's like, there's nothing wrong with our relationship, but like, maybe I do want somebody else. It's like, yeah, I don't know. I think that that's um, a, a thing that we, I mean, we're human beings. It's not like we're only attracted to one person. Right. Right. I think um, it's like a, I don't know, something we all go through. And I think, yeah, I, yeah, I went through the exact same thing. Like I remember same like having the conversation with like a friend who didn't live up here you know talking to them randomly for the first time in a couple of years and then being like oh you're still with that guy and be like yeah I don't know like I don't yeah. know like yeah. I don't know if, how much longer will last it's been like two and a half years like I just I don't know <laughs> you know like but for yeah for no for no reason but just because mm-hmm. it was like we're young this is you know we're young and we've been together for a long time and everyone keeps saying like this doesn't work out you know like what is happening with us like being together at such a young age like it doesn't work out yeah and and just yeah just kind of believing that like well I know this is gonna end at some point (laughs) right so I guess I should be prepared you know Mm -hmm. um and then I, and then I do kind of remember just finally being like, you know what? No, this, I like this. Like, I'm cool. Like, this is good. Mm-hmm. I do want to have like a future with this guy. I do want to have, I do want to get married. I do want to travel. I do want to do all these things with him. So yeah. I, one funny thing, I feel like the thing <laughs> that made me realize how much I liked Steven, like in the, in very early on mm-hmm. is, um, a previous boyfriend that I had would always sing along to like songs that he knew, but like in a intentionally off key or like intentionally, like jokingly, you know, kind of like kind of, Mm. kind of making fun of it, but it would be like songs that he liked. And I just remember like the second he would start doing it would annoy the shit out of me. Like, I would just be like, can you not like, that's really freaking annoying. Like, don't like it would honestly like anger me when he would do it right (laughs) even does that that's funny not all the time but he does Mm -hmm. do it it doesn't annoy me (laughs) I'm more just like I remember like the first couple times he did it because it's very random it's always for like a small little portion of a song or something like that but I remember realizing like while he was doing it one time being like huh (laughs) <laughs> when so-and-so did that I would get legit like angry like yeah. immediately and uh yeah I'm not really having that reaction that's got to be a good sign <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> funny. that's so funny yeah. yeah 
I think um, for me, it was when we first, we first traveled together, I think in 2014, we went to Hawaii for like a week and a half by ourselves. And that was like one, the first time that I had really ever traveled by myself, like without being in like a family vacation. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just like, yeah, our first time exploring something else other than just like what we've always known. And it was, I was like, well, this is it. I could do this multiple times (laughs) and be okay with it. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's definitely about time to wrap it up. We are going to be doing kind of a series of relationship episodes. And I think um, we might put it to a poll. I think we have a couple of different topics or like areas that we want to touch on. And maybe we'll leave it up to you guys to, to pick. Um, but thank you so much for coming with us on this mental maintenance journey on this relationship episode. We hope you all enjoyed it. I know, you know, this is something I think both of us could talk about for a long time and we realized we we hadn't. I'm just kidding. What? We're experts. (laughs) Yeah, totally. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, yeah, not really. Um, <laughs> but you know, we know some stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, but again, thank you guys so much. Um, as always, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and Twitter at Mental M Podcast. Mm-hmm. You can find me on Instagram mostly. You can only find me on Instagram, but I'll be there. It's Torres J misses add an extra A in the J. And I'm at Denise Serino on Instagram. <laughs> uh, thank you guys. We had fun. We hope you had fun and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.